engineering is the son of inconvenience. And apparently, I can't see three GIFs in peace. If they start playing, my voice shops up. It's a good question. I can export it in any way, I guess. I'm using Audacity, Audacity, by the way. Okay, nice. 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 Hey, man, that is the false way. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. man, I'm using Linux, so the false way is the way that I'm going to (laughs) use. Like, for instance, I can't use Word. It costs money. And I don't want to buy Word. Uh, plus, I don't think there's Word for Unix. Probably, uh, maybe there is. I don't know. I, I never looked it up. Since since you are the uh, free and open source software kind of guy, what has been? What does your stack look like? My tech stack, you mean? What, what, you, what do you use? Ubuntu. Yeah, I use Ubuntu. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can start there. Uh, Ubuntu. What what version? Uh, right now, this is version twenty point oh four. Nice, nice. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. I I I try not to follow along with the most recent version too much mm-hmm. because you know always updating can be a hassle. Yeah, it's like you know getting the new iPhone, but it's free, so it's <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do what I don't not more rewarding just it's friendlier for my pocket but not as friendly for setting up everything I need to set up mm-hmm. I see I see yeah plus with different versions I don't know how it behaves with Wi-Fi and power management oh yeah like right now I'm on my desktop and it's fine except for Wi-Fi Wi-Fi sucks it's <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think it's because I'm too far away from my router and I would probably benefit from having a direct connection to the Ethernet. Mm-hmm. But I can't have that because I have like a 15 foot long cable going through the living room all the way to my room. Yeah. Yeah. Do you and have any since... of those uh, Ethernet outlets? Oh, no. Okay. The right. only thing I have are <laughs> phone while like the... I forgot the standard for the phone wires, but those wall sockets for phones for, from see. back in the day. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can tell that I live in a place that is very antiquated. Uh, no, I mean, my, my, uh, my, my experience has been the same. I mean, it's, it's not, I feel like even though today most people don't actually use landlines, at least in apartments, but mm-hmm. they all come. I mean, either they don't have the cables or the sockets, or they would give you like a phone, uh, like a landline sort of uh, adapter that you need to mm-hmm. uh, socket. And that just doesn't make much sense. This apartment actually was the first one that actually has Ethernet um, sockets. But then setting everything up was kind of a hassle because, you know. Yeah. But still, even 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 though, even, even not even though, still... Um, it's an old place, so 
I understand that it's hard to revamp the entire wiring to accommodate for Ethernet. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the most I have is like the modem serial connector. Mm -hmm. I think we still have the same router, unless you change your router. Uh, I think we still have the same brand, the same Netgear. Mm -hmm. uh, the, same, the same gear. Some same, same gear. <laughs> same gear. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is the same gear. Uh. It, that is true. <laughs> so fun story about that router. Um, so we came here, right? And we signed the, I guess, internet lease okay. with a provider. Mm -hmm. And they brought their own modem and router. And for the, lo for the longest time, the internet was horrible. Like I was... It was just two of us, and we couldn't even stream video in peace. And I thought, this is bad. I don't feel like this is right. We're paying for, I forget how many megabytes, but it's enough megabytes for you to live in peace, two mm -hmm. people. And I switched out the router and put in the Netgear router, and it was working marvelously. Oh. And I was like, huh, weird that they gave us a router that wasn't good. Huh. And in the end, we ended up saving money because apparently, <laughs> with the if you were to use their equipment, like their router specifically, uh -huh. you'd pay for that. And I wasn't about to pay for something that wasn't working. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> they. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Like, for me, I, I still have to pay. Actually, no. Well, I, well, let me, let me. Okay. So I have, I have an internet uh, contract where I mm -hmm. have to rent the, the, the router mm -hmm. as well. I mean, I, I have mm -hmm. to use the, like, I can only use the router to connect directly to the internet um, because they're using uh, uh, fiber optic, uh, fiber oh. optic cable. And I can't just, like you know i can't just get my router to to play nice with that but mm. um so that's the first line right but then mm. for my internal network uh, networking needs i don't actually mm. like to use that router so i, I have my the night gear that i the, the same night gear that you have so i have that mm. as my personal internet like a different network like a maybe a sub network maybe mm -hmm. yeah sub your network. own isolated mm -hmm. connected connective bubble Exactly. Yeah. So that one I can I can run um, like applications directly on that on the router. Like if I want mm. to activate VPN and stuff like that uh, house wide, um, then mm. I can just put my configurations on the router, on the router yeah. uh, itself mm. and, nice. you know, and stuff like that. But then I've just realized as, as you were talking about it, I've just realized mm -hmm. that I have to um, start paying for that router. Uh, I think at the end of next month or in two months, I think, because so far they've mm. been kind of gracious enough. They said, uh, you know, we're just setting you up and there's no extra cost for now. But okay. I'm getting to the end of the contract where I have to renew. And by the time I renew, then I have oh, to start yeah. actually when renting. You renew, it's going to be horrible. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not, oh, <laughs> not looking forward to that. Not at all. No, that's yeah. how they get you. First yeah. year, like half off, and you're like, oh, that's the norm. And then a year later, surprise, 
double the price and more because rates have changed exactly yeah Yeah. Yeah. how much do you pay for uh, internet uh i pay 50 that's the same and that's hmm? i pay the same surprisingly but i'm guessing maybe you're using the same network uh at&t no no i'm using spectrum And uh, uh, Spectrum is interesting. I think <laughs> my experience is just bad because I'm far away from the router. I see. I see. But I, yeah, I, so I pay 50 but that's with a discount. Okay. And okay. what happened was last year, my old roommate, right, uh, mm-hmm. he, he, he moved out, so I took over the lease. And the the internet service was in his name. So now it's in my name. Or rather, he canceled the contract and I started a new one. Mm -hmm. So it's still the initial price with a discount. Oh, sweet. Sweet. Yeah. And sweet. Awesome. Now that that, that is pretty good. That is, uh, I'll be moving soon. So I'm hoping. Uh, actually, no, I can't do that because it's still gonna be on my <laughs> on my name. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I was well, gonna say, <laughs> like, when I move, I can kind of you know restart the process again. But if it's gonna be on my name under my name, anyways, then I can't. Although I I don't know, we could give it a try because it's a new contract under a new address. Yeah, technically, technically, yeah. But I don't know if that's how it works. But maybe you could. Try to pull that off. Well, sometimes sometimes you can c- carry your contract to a new address. They, that is they, true. Yeah, they make it easy. So if you can carry it, I'm assuming they may also be, you know, kind of interested in, in checking um, so, your history oh, with so, them. And yeah, I see. <laughs> but, but, but if you are willing to leave them, maybe you can coax them into getting some more discounts. You know what I mean? Wink, mm-hmm. wink. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of using Spectrum. They'd be like, oh, no, um, discount. Hey, do you know you could do this and this? <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know that. Actually, actually, with, with AT&T, they, they were pretty nice when, when I, uh, you know, when, when they set, set things up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the, the, they even gave me a gift card, a $100 oh, nice. uh, gift card. Um, was kind of like the, for their services. Yeah, for their services. No, no, it was okay. actually just a gift card uh, and like oh. a Visa gift card that you could use anywhere. You know, my beautiful self, um, <laughs> not understanding how gift cards work, I kept it in my wallet, just thinking, oh, oh I'm, I'm, no, it expired. Exactly, I'm saving money. I, I, I oh. this is like. I have $100 in my pocket that I can use at any time. No. And then <laughs> when I tried to redeem it, it was expired. And I haven't been able to contact uh, support to, to see if they can renew it or reactivate it. Um, and yeah, so I've, you know, I gained and lost 100 bucks just like that. Um, yeah, it doesn't like feel that. it doesn't feel too bad because I never actually had was, the money. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it feels bad because I could have had the money. Yeah, you could have just had a hundred dollars. Do you know how many groceries you could buy with that much money? You know, you know how many depending on, depending on where you are, of course. You know how many GitHub uh, organizations you could sponsor with a hundred bucks? 
at least 100. <laughs> exactly. Oh, sorry, at most 100. Well, actually, no, I can give 50 cents. So You can? I don't know. <laughs> I think I think $1 is the, the minimum you can, you can okay, get. Okay, at most 100. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll yeah. call you the $1 guy. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, it's... It's one of those things. Like, if, if I'm not able to 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 get that uh, that gift card to be to be reinstated or you know to be be reactivated or get mm-hmm. a new uh, gift card for the same amount, then it, it's still a lesson learned um, that I I'm oh, not yeah. very happy about. But you know, <laughs> uh, man, if you were to really think about it, most lessons that life teaches us aren't very aren't very pleasant. Yeah. You know, I like to call them uh, giraffe lessons. <laughs> like what, what do you mean? Uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, giraffe, giraffes are the species that will kick their children to teach them lessons. That sounds a lot like my so, parents. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> My parents. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you think my parents learned that from? <laughs> Anyways, I'm just joking. I mean, yeah, partially yeah. joking. Um, there's yeah, some, I mean, some truth fine. to that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, not for a fact that giraffes they like. Well, not just other animals too. Like they'll not really beat them up, but you know, rough them up a little bit so that they can you know build up some tough skin. I see. I see. Yeah, metaphorically, of course, not literally. Well, I, I, I think in my experience, it's been very literal. <laughs> so you're saying you have tough skin? No, my experience has been very literal. At least the, the kicking part. Uh, getting, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, in all honesty, uh, you know, growing up, mm. you know, you, you probably went through the same thing. Uh, uh, somewhat. Yeah. like Not as much, though. Not as much as the average Joe. Mm-hmm. But just like well, the concept, not, of, not not as much as the average Juan. Say that. <laughs> just that concept of concept of having, you know, parents who are willing and able to give you a spanking if you mm-hmm. if you deserve one. Um, I think mm-hmm. I think for a lot of folks that's that's such a foreign concept. But for us, I mean, growing up in you know in in the beautiful. Uh, beautiful land we come from that that's mm-hmm. that's just the you know that's the bread and butter of you know of life yeah you know, if, well, if you're acting silly be. your parents can you know slap the silly out of you how cool is that <laughs> <laughs> nah just just the idea like if you were able to literally Slap the silly out. How cool would that be? That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, not even a hard slap, but, you know, it's just like a tap and you're like, silly out. Silly's gone. Oh, yeah. And now you're a, you're a kid that knows better. <laughs> uh, oh, that, that would be awesome. I mean, I, as, as a parent, I can I see the value. Of, I mean, as a, as a child, um, mm-hmm. I see the value of that. And I think when I when I when I become a parent. Um, mm-hmm. I may, of course, you know, with, with some considerations, I think, I think I may still be interested in, in not being so, I guess, whatever I'm trying to say, I think, you know, 
not that I want to spank the kids, but I think it's important for the kids to to understand some of the consequences um, a lot of, earlier. Of their actions, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I feel like some of us we we you know we from a very young age we started understanding how unfair some things are in life and how mm. how consequences work very early mm. on, and and to me at least you know it felt like our generation sort of um, started making better decisions as a result of that. Um, and so I sometimes wonder if not, not not the spanking per se. You know, I'm not a fan of of yeah, you know, beating kids just for the, the sake of it. But if you were to speak in terms of machine learning, ooh ah, that would be called reinforcement learning. Oh, nice. Yeah, where if you perform well, you get a reward. Mm-hmm. If if you perform poorly, you get a penalty of sorts. I see. I see. And I guess this is based on the whole idea with Pavlov's dog or whatever. But mm-hmm. basically, it's it's. A, a theory of learning in general, not just for, for, for AI, that if you get rewarded for something, you are more likely to repeat whatever behavior you, you, uh, you showed as a result of that reward. And if you're penalized, then you're more likely to not do that thing anymore. I see. I see. But I guess it's so long as you understand or have a full understanding of how the chain, uh, like the the chain of events is. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like we talked about this like back in the day, how, yeah, if you just spank your kids and they don't know what's happening, there's going to be resentful and not really understand what's going on. Yeah. And just think, oh, my parents hate me or something. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's that's for for any sort of any sort of punishment in general, be it like grounding a kid or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think it's the same. Uh, at least from from uh, from what I've seen, it's the same sort of model for how addictions get uh, formed and how they mm-hmm. become stronger. Even uh, I remember, uh, I think I've told you about this before, or at least I uh, I've spoken about this before just in, in other circles uh when mm-hmm. i was going through like recovery addiction programs <laughs> uh you know to uh, recovery recovery addiction uh programs um uh, when i was okay when i was i think my second my first or second year of college and mm-hmm. you know it's just to, to kind of you know bring a it's, it's a very long story but anyways one of the things that I learned from from going through that experience was was the thing you just described is we reward ourselves with that addictive behavior. Uh, so like the addictive behavior sort of comes from a place where you want to say, you know, say you're struggling, say you, you know, you're struggling with mm-hmm. classes or, you know, family situations, well, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it might be, your addiction is your reward. You know, it's your you know, you go out for a smoke or, you know, you, you go in and watch pornography or, you know, you drink a little bit. That addictive behavior that you can't control is the thing that initially was your uh, escape uh, of sorts. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you know, yeah. rewarding yourself that way. And and you don't see that what you consider, uh, what you are considering um, a reward is actually your punishment. And so you have to retrain yourself to see that as yeah. punishment. And once you do, 
then you sort of start making decisions that can kind of, you know, uh, put you in a be more yeah, in yeah, a better position. Yeah, in a better position. And also that that is the same the same reason why it is important for you to put yourself in a situation where you have some you have, you're accountable to someone for your actions because mm-hmm. that accountability re, you know reinforces in your brain how much of what you're doing is actually a problem <laughs> instead oh, yeah, of definitely. you seeing that as a you know as a reward um, that you've taught you you know taught yourself to uh, to yeah. see it as so yeah, it's interesting that, to see that yeah that's it is interesting yeah like I like the idea of accountability because I know I've been in situations where I would do things and as long as I convince myself that I was the only person that is either um, benefited from this, from whatever I'm doing or damaged from what I'm doing, it's fine because it's just me. I'll, I don't know, get over it or something. Once you put someone else in the equation, if you're responsible, of course, because there are people that don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've seen that way too. I've seen that happen many, many times and more than I'm happy to report. So, yeah, yeah. that's also a problem. But, you know, and whenever you're actually accountable and you truly care for other people, then it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's not just you anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I think that's, that's the part, that's the beauty of like, you know, things like, um, you know, double A, like Alcoholics Anonymous. You know, and, and how they've been so successful over the years is like when you when you when you put yourself in a position where you're now accountable to other people, even if you mm-hmm. can, with some degree of of uh, of honesty, convince yourself that you're not hurting anybody because maybe you don't have any any close uh, people in your fa- you know circle of friends, and you don't have mm-hmm. family members. Um, even in those circumstances, when you feel like your actions only matter to you, mm-hmm. you now becoming part of a, of, a, of a bigger group gives you that sense of responsibility towards them as well. Uh, besides the new new acquired sense of responsibility that you have about yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I think you know, it, you know, as we, we're talking about you know parenting and 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 how in 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 some cultures parents will will try to kind of teach children that responsibility from a, an earlier age by, you know, mm-hmm. either, you know, spanking or, you know, talking and stuff like that. I think that's the same mm-hmm. thing that those, um, it's a similar thing that those groups are trying to enforce that notion that your life, even if the decision ultimately is yours, your life still has, your choices have ramifications that can spread way wider than, than just your little bubble um mm-hmm. you know and yeah. yeah and i gotta say the fact that life is that way is beautiful i really i like that mm-hmm. like that's i guess probably related to the whole idea with the butterfly effect like a butterfly flapping its wings here would cause a thunderstorm in madagascar hypothetically mm-hmm. yeah but i guess back to the the whole idea of I'll say reinforcement learning when trying to parenting kids, you know, at least from my experience observing um, how parenting was done back home, a lot of times it's 
it's sad that that's the case, but parents were just being lazy. Yeah. Yeah. And lazy in the sense that they would sometimes not take the time to try to understand their kids and they would just either sometimes enforce something without ever really questioning what the effects are or even trying to understand what is the original problem to begin with. Yeah. And I'll give you an example, pretty concrete one. So I was back home a couple of years ago and I was at my parents' house and my niece was there too. She was hanging out and she's pretty energetic. She, I mean, she's like, what? She when I was there, she was like six or five, one of those two. Probably five. And she, I mean, people get annoyed at her because she was super energetic and she wouldn't really stop that much. And she would always want to do things and always try to, you know, get attention for herself, which is fine. I mean, kids do that. And I remember when having lunch, she was trying to drink juice. And people wouldn't let her drink juice because she wasn't eating. And she had a problem with eating too. She wouldn't eat as, as much. And people were annoyed at that. But after <laughs> after watching House... House, the, you, you heard, the, the TV, the show. TV show. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, watching House and watching the one episode where he was talking to this kid. Oh, not really talking. He communicated with this kid that was supposedly autistic and wouldn't speak as much and he just listened and i was like that's pretty cool let me try that (laughs) and i tried that oh not really that but i i I was just observing her and i noticed that she was coughing a lot not a lot but coughing a little bit and she wanted to drink the juice and i was like yo instead of telling her to not drink anything give her some water and see, see if she drinks it and we gave him some water and she drank it. And I was like, huh. So her throat was raspy or something, and she needed some liquid to kind of clear it out. But she's young. She doesn't know what's going on. She can't explain it. So she will instinctively try to do whatever she can to fix the problem. Hmm. In that case, juice in my cup, let me try to drink it. Hmm. And I was like, hmm. How many times have we misunderstood our kids' actions by not observing the situation properly? Yeah. You know? Hmm. You know, that's a pretty simple example. And, I mean, there are more times that that happened. I know she's she gets pretty upset when people scold her. And it was because... Well, I guess in the end, something happened, but she was either not at fault or she was doing something she was told to do. And people scold her for that. And mm-hmm. she gets really mad. And I'm like, man, this kid, she doesn't like <laughs> unfairness. <laughs> it's really funny. Wow. That, that, made, that made me think of mm-hmm. something I listened to uh, someone, someone say. It, it was a, an author... Um, talking about a book and this author was talking about how he had to unlearn 
um, some bad habits that he had when he was talking to his wife. And one of the things was that when his wife would tell him to do something, mm-hmm. he would instinctively take that as a as a um, uh, as a statement about his worth. Uh, as an example, he said. Sometimes she would tell him about, you know, uh, laundry and when he should, you know, put the, his, you know, his clothes in the, uh, clothes in the, in, the, in, the, in the washing machine or maybe, you know, what colors go with what and stuff like that. And he said that sometimes his re- response was, was out of anger immediately. And he would, would think to himself, you think I, I'm not capable of doing this? Is that why you're telling me? And as you were talking about your 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 niece, I I, re- I remembered how, um, you know, I was thinking about that and 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 how, you know, maybe for the parent telling the child, hey, go drink this or go eat that, and you don't want to listen to the child if the child you know has you know seems to have a different perspective or seems to be to want to do something. If you, you're mm-hmm. not considering what the child is experiencing, in that case, the child wasn't disobeying. The child just needed to get something fixed so that she could mm-hmm. you know, get going with, uh, with the actual part of the obedience that was expected of her. When that yeah. happens, the parents feel as if there is um, there's something that needs fixing, that the child is, is being confrontational, the child is being disrespectful. How dare you not mm. obey me? I don't care <laughs> what you're feeling right now. If I tell you yeah, to drink, that's... you know, milk uh, that that is spoiled, that you know is spoiled, but I don't know, then go ahead and and drink that milk <laughs> and then tell me that it's spoiled. But obey me. For, so it's, it's kind of like that feeling because because the the parent yeah. is is looking at at the child's behavior. And mm-hmm. also making it a statement, uh, making an assessment of their value based on the child's reaction, and I, th- I th- thought that was oh, yeah. very interesting because that's the, that applies to a lot of the stuff that we do, even like at work, um, when someone su- submits a PR, when we mm-hmm. submit a PR, and maybe the person we tell, you know, we we ask to review our PR doesn't review it right away. That is that feeling of wait. How dare you not? There's something wrong. Like, how dare oh, you not oh, approve oh, my yeah. PR? I mean, not not consciously <laughs> that, like that, but like in, in yeah, the back yeah. of your mind, you're thinking, okay, uh, why is this guy commenting on my PR? Or when someone maybe suggests that uh, you should use a ternary uh, expression instead of you know uh, an if else, an if else. Um, uh, explicit if else, and you, you question, mm-hmm. you question why that's even something that they are like. You question if. You question, you wonder if they're questioning your ability to do things right. And that makes conversation a lot harder because now it's no no longer about them suggesting something that could be better. It's about you trying to prove your worth. And so the conversation doesn't go anywhere because the person will say, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, could we use a ternary here? And you might say... I don't know why we should. Well, we don't have to. Yeah, it's the same thing. If anything, this is more efficient. It's better. You can read it better. It's exactly right. It's clean code. It's it's clean code. You can it's it's it, alternative operator is a, a code smell. It's not clear. It goes over eighty characters in the line. 
no something like that yeah and so it becomes and i think i think that's that's the issue then it it starts mm-hmm. becoming um everything you see and the conversations you have start becoming more of a either a reinforcement or a reassessment of your value instead of you just mm-hmm. joining the conversation for and and for, for the sake, for of, the sake of it or for the, and for yeah. whatever it's worth yeah. seeing it for whatever it's worth and you can disagree with someone and say i would rather have it this way just because this is consistent mm-hmm. with how i always do things and so if someone looks at this and yeah. is always consistent that is a very perfectly mm-hmm. valid argument if someone always camel cases oh, yeah. um even class names and method names versus yeah. someone that snake mm-hmm. cases everything maybe that is consistent yeah and we we might prefer consistency over uniformity, right? Maybe that's mm-hmm. the case. But I think the importance there, uh, when you mentioned parents being lazy, the importance of taking mm-hmm. yourself out of every emotion and assessing things for what they are before making that judgment call that is purely fueled by just that anger that sometimes, you know, kind of yeah. comes out of the it's, depths. It's more accurate to say emotion because mm-hmm. it's not just anger. It could be shame too yes. or guilt sometimes, yeah. 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 All these negative emotions. Yeah. And sometimes we can be lazy out of positive emotions. Yeah. I don't know if I can think of an example right now like a poor parenting decision fueled by love. Mm. That's, well, well, I love, let's say joy. Yeah. I see. I don't know. I can't think of one. Maybe too much ice cream or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, 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 like, there likely is one out there that, uh, that someone can think of. So I remember this one time specifically with my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, we had family over, some of my cousins, mm-hmm. and uh, cousins and, and, and other relatives. And I remember. Mm-hmm. Someone broke something. I, I've, mm. you know, I kind of, you know, as probably you as well, our generation, we were sort of like savvy, tech savvy from very young. And so we would, you know, we'd mm-hmm. take things apart and try to, you know, understand things. Yeah. And even, you know, yeah. you probably went through the same thing where like, you know, parents buy a new, uh, a new TV set and they, uh, <laughs> You know, you, it's the first time you're seeing it, but they expect you to be able to, <laughs> to, to use uh, it, to, you know, operate it. And I, okay. I, I was kind of like that same kid where like my parents bought a new TV and they're like, oh, uh, you know, set it up, figure it out, <laughs> yeah. figure it out. And as a kid, you're interested and, and, and you kind of get a, an understanding of how uh, technology works and you just mm-hmm. find your way around it. Um, that's probably why the iPad mm. uh, was so, uh, has been so successful with parents and kids. Anyways, that's a tangent. Uh, so with, with, with mm-hmm. my family, what happened this one weekend, um, someone played with the TV and, you know, we were using at the time like analog TV and then we were using one of those antennas. And so you had to mm-hmm. program the channel. You had to scan through uh, all the all the channels and then you have to assign each each uh, broadcast right, to each a specific channel. channel. Frequency, right? <laughs> and and yeah. I remember someone went for whatever reason. Someone dis, someone undid everything that was already set up. And I remember, oh, I remember my father calling me, and he asked me why I had done it, and I hadn't done wow. it. Wow. 
And wow. I remember going, like, having this back and forth with my dad. He came asking me why I did it. And, and you telling him that it wasn't and me. And me telling him, yeah, that that wasn't me. I don't even know what you're talking about because I for sure know how to program this. And I'm not dumb enough to go undo it and undo so that work. I can then be in trouble with you. Like, I know I know better. <laughs> uh, and so, especially because, you know, my, my cousins were there uh, and other relatives. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be embarrassed if, if I got a spanking um, for my parents. Mm-hmm. And so, we, you know, there was this back and forth. Uh, my mom got involved and my mom didn't know if she should believe me or my dad. Um, of course, you know, she knows I'm a kid. So I, I, she doesn't know if I'm lying, but she also knows that my dad doesn't actually have any proof. So she also doesn't mm-hmm. proof. So she doesn't uh, doesn't know. So there's the whole thing goes on, and then mm. until this day, nobody knows who nobody did. Nobody knows. I can 100% say. I mean, I'm an adult today. My parents can't do anything about it to me, <laughs> but I can honestly say that I didn't do it. But I remember in my conversation, with my parents that never there was never a question of whether or not I did it. The question was why I did it. And I think it put me in such a position where I just, there was no win. If I said that I didn't do it, which I had, which I didn't, I'm lying. They wouldn't believe you. And if I said that I did it, I would be lying for a fact. And then I would get a spanking. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And and so, you know, it's the same thing. Like parents, sometimes mm-hmm. uh and just not just parents but like you know parents are about people too right <laughs> so just mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. we sometimes operate under that assumption that okay uh x happened therefore insert assumption here and then you use mm-hmm. that assumption and you, you keep going through life with those assumptions and and they just impact how you how you talk to people how you perceive their intentions mm-hmm. how you are perceived yeah. by them as well yeah. Yeah, man. I think it's very important to be able to remove yourself from this situation because, Leo, this could easily be solved like this. Oh, it's not programmed. Can you fix it? Yeah. Yes, I can. Can you do that? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Done. Yeah, I know. <laughs> because yeah, it's it's funny because a lot of time was wasted trying to push blame when you should have been looking for, well, not you specifically, but in a situation, Mm -hmm. the parent should have been looking for a solution. Yeah. Because what's going to happen if they, if they end up finding who did it? Oh, you did it. Cool. Now we know and I'll put it back. (laughs) Oh, I don't know how to put it back. That's why it's messed up to begin with. I I did something I didn't know. Sorry. And in the end, probably you would be the one to still fix it anyway. So it's like, I mean, it doesn't matter who did it. It's not like, you know, you're trying to find someone to frame for murder. Mm-hmm. It's a TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, and it's it's funny because I remember now that you mentioned that, man, it's been a long time. I forgot that you needed to program those. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> you can also set it to auto scan <laughs> and it automatically scans for you. <laughs> but, but the thing is, if you just auto scan, 
sometimes the the channels are not lined up the way you want them to be. So like some channels, yeah, they're named be like. with a number. So like channel one, channel mm-hmm. two, <laughs> like so. Oh, if yeah, 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 if yeah, channel yeah. one is sense. in position seven, you kind of feel odd about it. So you want to put channel one. <laughs> And position one and like for us we had you know yeah uh, our public uh public yeah, television had two, two channels right? uh one was called one mm-hmm. and then the two the second channel was called two <laughs> so we wanted to yeah sure. so you want to have it to the one and two yeah yeah but the thing is though no yeah and the thing is leo it, it, it's it's cool because at the same time some tvs i remember some tv sets if there is nothing being broadcast on a specific channel. Mm-hmm. If you press, you know, next next channel, mm-hmm. it just goes to the next one that has something broadcasting. Mm, I see. Yeah. So technically, if it's only two channels out of a hundred, you just get next next. You go to the two TVs. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Ours ours was for a long time. It was. It. It, it it actually gave you the experience of going through every single one. So if you do from one, if you do next, mm, yeah, you go to yeah, two, and true. then yeah, yeah. you know go up from there oh yeah that that that, <laughs> that sucks that really does suck yeah yeah man i i like that you mentioned scanning for channels because this reminded me of something um dstv the south african i think digital tv company mm-hmm. they used to i think used to they're not in angola anymore are oh, they? They, they still are okay yeah, but they were the main. Um, is it cable? I think it's cable. Uh, satellite TV. What you call the satellite TV? Mm-hmm. Yeah, satellite TV providers in Angola. The only one, because you know, why not? <laughs> monopolies. And, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, not even just monopolies. I mean, what else was there? I don't know. Yeah, and you would buy like subscription packets right like oh only portuguese channels or also english channels and stuff like mm-hmm, that right mm-hmm. and it's i i say this at the risk of sounding like the bourgeoisie <laughs> <laughs> but back home we used to have like all the packets oh nice for some reason yeah nice and that was back in the day, like early 2000s, where not a lot of people used, used to have satellite TV. So it's weird. It's really weird. It's, I am by no means, like, my family is modest. Like, but we just happen to modest, have that. you mean, uh, elaborate on modesty here. Uh, when I say modest, I mean, I mean, we're not rich, we're middle class, but comfortable not like upper middle class not poor either so comfortable like in between comfortable well not as much okay but but i mean it's it's what you're oh the words you're using to describe your family uh are the words that a wealthy family would use when they were talking to a a, a less less fortunate family (laughs) that's the thing we're not wealthy though i'm trying to say i'm not trying to say we're poor either because real poverty is not what we experienced Mm-hmm. I guess we we're broke. Wait, okay. So let me let me. I guess we became broke. We can do the we Go can ahead. do the the poverty test here. <laughs> okay, uh, I should know. I should know about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna fail it. <laughs> uh, then then you okay? So 
let's agree. Middle middle class for you. You're probably okay. middle class. See, now no, no, I'm curious about the poverty test. Uh, the poverty test is is mostly just you know, I'm going to ask you questions about how I lived my life, and and okay. see how that compares. But I also but also at the risk of finding out that we probably experience a lot a lot of the same things, um, and I can't categorically categorically say that I was that my family was middle class. Um, I know I, my family was probably, I don't actually, I guess a good point. I don't think I was, I didn't think my family was middle-class, but I don't know if we were, we definitely weren't the poorest in my neighborhood. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are definitely family, uh, families in my neighborhood. They, that looked super wealthy to me that today I just, I realized that they were only simply middle-class. So maybe I was very poor Mm. and I didn't know. Uh, (laughs) 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 No, but it's like, so so I guess, I guess the test is like, first questions would be how often did you watch public television by choice 